Okay, Rabbi Sai. Here we are on uh, the last Wednesday night of the year of Tufshin Pei. Um, actually, I was asked once again to say Divrei Chizuk. And it's strange that normally on the last Wednesday night of the year, of the year, excuse me, I'd be saying a shear about um, about davening. Some of the names I see in front of me have come to those shurim when we spoke about how to daven in Rosh Hashanah, what to say, what the brachas mean. But um, this year is different, and we're not going to be speaking about davening. We're going to be speaking about chizuk. That's become a weekly, almost a weekly shear about giving divrei chizuk. I'd like to begin by saying that we're going to talk about chizuk tonight for the klal. Obviously, the individuals in the klal, but we're not going to be giving chizuk for people who are having individual situations, and I'll explain what I mean. This past Shabbos morning, we spoke about Parshas Nitzavim, and we mentioned that the Torah says in Parshas Nitzavim that Moshe Rabbeinu gathered everybody together. A long list that included everybody in Klal Yisrael. Everybody was included. And then it lists Roshechem, Shiftechem, Ziknechem, Shedrechem, Kol is Yisrael, twice it says the word Kol, Tabchem, Neshechem, Gercha, Shebekerev, Machanecha, Michoitav, Etzecha, Etzecha, Everybody's included. Rashi says that the reason for this Chizuk was because they are changing leadership. Yetzemi, Parnas, Laparnas, Moshe, Rabbeinu, Reign of Klal Yisrael, his reign as the Melech of Klal Yisrael, as the leader of Klal Yisrael, was stopping. And Yeshua is becoming the new Melech. Lefikach also some Matzavo. He spoke about on Shabbos. He made this Matzav. A Matzav means he made this situation where everybody would gather together and they would talk. They would talk. That's in Parshas Nitzav. Then I realized in Parshas Vayelech, where the changing of the guard, in fact, takes place, that Moshe Rabbeinu tells Yoshua that he's going to become the new leader. So there it says in the Torah, So here you see that Parshas Nitzavim is the chizuk for the Klal, everybody in Klal Yisrael. That's Matzavo, that there was going to be a Matzav, a, 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 a gathering of everybody. And then in Parshas Vayelech, is Moshe Rabbeinu is talking directly to Yoshua, and he says, Chazak you as an individual also need chizuk. It's challenging for Yeshua like it's challenging for everybody else. Everybody in Klai Yeshua is going through a change. Moshe Rabbeinu is leaving. Yeshua is going to become the new leader. And Yeshua himself is going through a change. He's going to become the leader. And his Rebbe, Yeshua, who is the closest to Moshe Rabbeinu, his Rebbe is leaving. Or more accurately stated, his Rebbe is dying. So Yeshua, the Yochid, needs Chizuk. And Klai Yeshua, the community, needs Chizuk. I saw today that in Dorash Moshe Al Hatoira Chelik Beis, Moshe Zatzal says a very insightful concept. It's a simple concept, but it's very insightful. Anila Doidi We all know that's Rosh Hashanah El. He said like this: There are different ways to give people tachacha, different ways to give people rebuke. 
when they're doing things wrong. You can give them musr. You can tell them about oinshim for the averis. You can tell about schar for the mitzvahs. Zakra Moshe, but it's better. Avol odif. It's better. Lekari v'odam to bring a person closer to Torah and Amunah, Hashem Yisbarach, and to Avos Hashem Yisbarach, to love Hashem, to fear Hashem. The best way to inspire people is by showing what a Kaddish Baruch Hu does for us. His great chasodim. Chasod of Gidoil. And all of our chiyus is only from Him. So that's, then we can get to a situation of Anila doidi v'doidi li, says Ramayisha, I will be for my doidi, be a doidi li. And a Kaddish Baruch will be for me, lahagdil chasodim, will do more chasodim for us. Yosef, Yosef, believe sheer ugvul. He'll do more chasodim for us without any limits. Kehoda ava mekokelas is ashura. Like the concept of ava mekokelas is ashura. When there's ava, it's mekalkel, the regular normative line is broken. And people do things almost without a cheshbin. Simple analogy. Grandchildren. A grandmother with her grandchildren. Maybe a grandfather with his grandchildren. But a grandmother with the grandchildren. What doesn't she want to give them? Ava. Unlimited. Of course there's a ghoul. But basically it's unlimited. I want to spoil the grandchildren. Not in a bad way. I want to love the grandchildren. I want to interact with the grandchildren. Ava. Avram Avinu was one of the wealthiest people in the world. Avram Avinu had Avodim who would do anything for him. When Avram Avinu went to the Akedo, Rashi says an amazing thing. It's a fairly famous Rashi. Rashi says that he's ready to go to the Akedo. I'm not going to talk about the greatness of the act. I just want to talk about one point of the act. He goes to the Akedo and says, Avram Avinu, the great Avram Avinu, is about to go to the Akedo. It says, Vayachavosh, this is in Chav Beis, Pasa Gimel, Avram Avinu got up early and saddled his donkey. Says Rashi, Hu he did it himself. He didn't tell one of his Avodim to saddle up the horse. Why not? I once spoke to my Rebbe, the Mashkiach Satsal, Rebbe Lassen Bachvogel. Avo Kelsashur means it was not the regular way to do things. It wasn't even the right way to do things. Avram Avinu should not saddle his donkey. But the Avo, the Avo, made him saddle his donkey. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Goymel Chasodim Toivim Li'amo Yisrael. He's a goymel chasodim toivim. Somebody said something interesting to me tonight. Make a cheshman of goymel chasodim toivim. I can't see everybody who's on tonight. Anybody who's on who made a simcha. Somebody spoke to me tonight. He made a chasana last year during El. He and his wife were talking. Can you imagine? If we had to make a chasana this year during El, I'm not chasana shalom saying anything bad about the people who made chasanas during El. But we all know that chasanas have not been the same. 
absolutely not the same. Bar mitzvahs have not been the same. Every simcha has not been the same. A simple cheshman, the person told me, that he and his wife made a cheshman of how many simchas they had over the past year, pre-corona. Pre-corona. I think I mentioned it, Matzai Shabbos, for those people who went on the journey of Torah. We just made it. <laughs> Literally, we just made it by the skin of our teeth. And that trip was, was incredible, and nobody's planning a trip like that to to show now, unfortunately. But there's something else. Goimel Chasodim Toivim Amu Yisrael. It's a very interesting bracha. The bracha begins, it's one long bracha, and the bracha begins with the words, Hamavir Sheino Me'enoi. Hamavir Sheino Me'enoi, that's, that's the way the bracha begins. Hamavir Sheino Me'enoi Usinuma Ravapoi, he removes sleep from my eyes and slumber from my eyelids. And how does the bracha end? Baruch Atah Hashem, What's the connection between the beginning and the end? The Pashim Shad is, we're thanking Hashem for waking up. Because we woke up. Ask of Chaim Kedievsky, if that's the case, why does it say, All the non-Jews of the world also wake up in the morning. It's a chesed for them also. So Chaim Kinevsky says, he quotes a Rashi on the Pusik that Bilam Arusha said about Klal Yisrael. That when the Jewish people get up in the morning, Goimel Chasadim Tevil Miyamu Yisrael, Taisa says in Brachis, it's talking about the Chesed of waking up. What does it mean? I, Jews, waking up, non Jews also wake up. Because Rashi says in the Pusik, Haim Kabul. We get out like a lion. We stand up and we get up like a lion. Why do we get up in the morning? To do mitzvahs. Lachtev is a mitzvah. To daven. To say kriyashma. For men to put on tzitzis. Put on tefillin. We get up in the morning with a rush. A rush of enthusiasm. We get negobas in the morning. We get up. That's why we're different. But Ashwab says a slightly different shot, which we've said, we've spoken about before, and it's good to, to mention it in this context. Ashwab says, Amavir, Sheno, Me'enoi, Usanuma, Me'avapoi, he wakes us up, he removes the sleep from our eyes and from our eyelids. He says a very interesting shot. When man was initially created, he was wide awake, wide awake. Adam Rishon could see throughout the entire world. Adam Rishon had an incredible relationship with HaKadosh Baruch. Then Adam Rishon was put to sleep. Put to sleep. Woman was created. Chet took place. The sin of Adam Rishon. And says her, Shwab he never ever completely woke up again. The world's asleep. Says Schwab, the only people who ever woke up for a brief period of time was Klal Yishel and Arsinai. 
we got a in Yiddish a, a blick, which means we got we got to see for an instant what the world is really like. At Matan Torah, we saw everything. We saw Kodesh Baruch Hu. We didn't remain on that Madrega. Like Adam Rish and Kodesh was supposed to remain on that Madrega. We didn't. But for a moment, we saw. And we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu because we understand intuitively. We understand that we saw. I'm going to say a few things, Rabbi Say, for a moment. The world's asleep. Whose lives matter? The world's asleep. Whose lifestyles matter? The world's asleep. Whose national anthem matters? The world's asleep. Whose stores and businesses matter? The world's asleep. Whose opinions really matter? See, Rabbi said, we're incredibly lucky. We're so lucky. We have a Torah. We have a Shulchan Aruch. We have a Messiah. We know everybody's lives matter. We know what does Hashem call? What does Hashem want? We know. We may have slight variations of what something means, la and different paiskim saying different things, but we know overall what it means to do what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants and to live a life which used to be considered, simply put, basic human decency. According to Rishwab, that we have to thank a Kaddish Baruch because we're not asleep. We know what it means to be a human being, a decent human being. And we have the added bracha that we know what it means to live a life of Torah, of mitzvahs, of Maisim Tevim. We know what it means. Sometimes we falter. Sometimes we fail. But we know where we're supposed to be going. Okay, I'd like to take a break for a moment and talk about Rosh Hashanah. And then about, a little about Yontif in general, about what we are going to be doing differently and how we hope everything works out. Okay, the show is already set up differently. Most people have seen it. We have a, we have a, uh, a divider going down the middle of the men's section. There's a divider upstairs in the women's section a plexiglass divider, according to uh, government, according to the state government, according to the city government. And as I said, we're trying to keep the rules of the state, the rules of the city, the rules of the doctors, all under the umbrella of the Torah. Of the Torah. We have a gigantic tent. Now we have two tents in the parking lot. The, the tent that we've been having since Rosh Chodesh um, Elul, thereabouts, and now we have a much bigger tent because on davening, on, on Rosh Hashanah, there's going to be a minion in the tent. So we're going to be having three minyanim over Yontif. We're going to have a minion during the morning. 
which is changing its time to 6.30 a.m. this year, earlier than it's ever been before. Ashkama Minyan. And then we're going to have the regular Minyan. Regular Minyan is going to be in the main shul. It's going to spread out into the overflow room and maybe into the base medrash, which is going to make things a little harder for the Chazonim. We're going to see how we work that out. We may have Chazonim davening from the Bima. We don't know yet. We'll see. The women's section is going to spread into the social hall. That's going to create an issue because the early men are going to be davening in the social hall. It's another reason why they're davening a little earlier. And when they, they finish, we're going to open up the doors to the social hall so the overflow excess amount of women will be able to daven in the social hall. With the door down, obviously, with the wall down, things are going to be different. Things are going to be different. Seating's going to be different. People are not going to be sitting shoulder to shoulder. And then I want to mention that the first day davening, it's very possible that davening might be over as early as 12 o'clock. That's what I think is really going to happen. We're starting to daven at 5 to 8. It's the first time in several years that Rosh Hashanah has come out this way. There's no shay for the first day. There's no avina makeno the first day. Duchening is without singing the first day. That's going to shorten davening probably by close to 20 minutes or more. We're not going to have any Mishaberech, so people who get aliyahs, the Mishaberech is going to be limited to the Ola, the person who gets the aliyah, and then he can mention his wife, his family, no names. No names. That's going to shorten laning by at least 10, 12 minutes. So we're talking about, to the best of my memory, when we started at 8.15, we would end up and get about 12.30 on a day that we didn't blow Shafer. If we're going to start at 5 to 8, which is 20 minutes earlier, and there's at least 20 minutes less to, less to Davin, and Davin is going to be shortened, the Chazanam is going to go a little quicker. So it's a very big poss- very possible that we're going to finish Davin by 12 o'clock in the first day of I want everybody to be aware of that. The second day of is also going to be shorter than normal. I can't tell you exactly when we'll end the second day. But it's very possible that second day will be over by 12.30. I don't know. The second day of Yontif, which we normally would go to Tashlich, we're not putting any time in the schedule for Tashlich. As I mentioned, I believe last week at the Debrich Chizuk, Tashlich is going to be something that we want people to do in very small groups, maybe families. We cannot have a whole group of people on Tui. We just can't do it. We're discouraging it, and therefore we're telling people to do Tashlich during the week of a or on Rosh Hashanah by yourself. We're also going to try to facilitate as best as we can for the Chazonim and for the Balitakeya to minimum risks as much as possible. And we'll talk about that maybe when Rosh Hashanah starts so everybody should be able to see what we're going to be doing. Okay. Now there's one more piece that I would like to mention here as well. Before I do that, Hataras Nadarim we're also going to change. 
I think what we're going to do is we're going to get three people to sit down, and then everybody at each minion will say the Ataras Nadorim together. Then the three Dayana will get up and they'll do Ataras Nadorim themselves as well. But I think we're going to ask everybody to stand in their seats and say Ataras Nadorim. The three Dayana will sit somewhere in the middle of the shul and they will respond to the people. And that's how we're going to do Ataras Nadorim, obviously different than we've done it every year in the past. I want to say one more thing, Rabbi Sai, then I want to open up the floor for questions. Okay, as you all know, Corona is not over. One of the biggest schools on the East Coast, Darke Teira, almost 3,000 people in the school were shut down. They had 12 people who tested positive. Right now, it seems like the government wants to shut them down until after Rosh Hashanah. The base Medrash and their kernel stayed open, but you're talking about more than 2,000 Talmidim were shut down already before we even got to Rosh Hashanah. My granddaughter's 10th grade class in Baltimore, the whole grade was shut down. I have several family members now living in the East Coast who are in quarantine. One tested positive. Other members of the family, others have been exposed to kids in their class who tested positive. And this brings me to the next issue and the next item. I'm assuming, I'm going to write a letter about this hopefully tomorrow. I'm assuming that we're going to have in the city of Chicago between 150 and 350 guests from the East Coast. From the whole East Coast. Between 100 and 350 guests. That means parents, in-laws, children, sons-in-law, daughters-in-law, grandchildren, maybe great-grandchildren, maybe grandparents, friends, a whole group of people are going to be coming. whole group of people are going to be coming. And many of them may be coming from places that don't conduct themselves. I'm not here to be critical. I'm here just to say the facts as they present themselves. Maybe coming from places in which they do not conduct themselves in shul the way we conduct ourselves in Yeshur. So I want to say the following. We are not changing our policy. There are no exceptions. Everybody has to daven and learn. I repeat, daven and learn inside Yeshur with a mask. No exceptions. No exceptions. If somebody's coming from a place in which that is not the Han Hoga, not being critical, being factual, it's not the Han Hoga. If they want to put on a mask and come into Yashurin, and they're not presently positive for Corona, and they're not obligated to be in quarantine because of something or someone they were exposed to, they're welcome to come into your shirt. If they don't want to wear a mask, we love them, but they can't come into your shirt. No mask, no entree. Now, for those people who may have relatives who are coming from the East Coast who don't want to wear masks, it's not a time to get into a fight. There are other places to dive in without masks. And it's not something to discuss at the Shabbos or Yontif table 
in a negative way, in a Lashon Haradik way, in a Latzadistik way, in a mocking dick way. That's not what's going on here. What's going on is we in Yeshurin conduct ourselves a certain way. And we welcome all guests. And we love to have all guests. But right now it has to be our way. And as I said last time, we still have not figured it out yet. We're working on it. What we, what we are going to do for Aishadis on the second day of Sukkot, the first day of Shabbos, and for uh, Hakafis. I don't know yet what we're going to do. So I'd like to conclude before I open up the floor for questions. Chazak, chazak, v'nis chazek. Chazak v'yamatz. That goes to the people in general. This is called a matzavah. We made a matzav. We have a gathering to offer the vechizuk. It would be remiss for me not to mention, however, that, however, there are yechidim who are going through incredible nisyonos and akihila right now. And we wish them also chazak, chazak, v'nis chazak. But as I said earlier, the yachid needs a different chizuk than the klal, than the tzibur, than the community. And those people need private chizukim. And we've been trying to do that. But as far as the kihil is concerned, this is who we are. This is what we're going to try to maintain. This is what we are going to maintain. We don't want there to be any machlaikas within the shul. We want families to be able to enjoy each other. However, no one knows it's going to be. Rosh Hashanah is in less than two days. And Sukkot is going to be in two weeks. And we just don't know. We don't know here. We don't know the East Coast. We don't know where it's Israel. And with Venus Powell, everything should be for the best. So Chazak, Chazak, Venus Chazak. We're going to go to Davin and Rosh Hashanah and remember it's Goymel Chasadim Toivim Liyamo Yisrael. And as Rosh points out, the word Goymel means ripen. We're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us bracha that is ripe, that is full, that is blossomed, that is enjoyable, that is easily attainable and easy, easily understandable. Okay, everybody, so if anybody would like to ask anything, I'm willing to take any questions anybody wants to ask about this what I said or about anything else I want to know about Yontif. Okay, Rabbi Isai, I guess everybody agrees. We should be zeichet havatzlocha. Everybody should be zeichet to exceed a toiva and a good kibbutz I'll try to put out a special message tomorrow. Besides the written message, we should give everybody a good job. A lot of people, a lot of people need chizuk. Friends should try to be mechazik. Friends, families should be trying to be mechazik. Families, we should try to be mechazik each other. Hatzlocha rabba, hatzlocha rabba, hatzlocha rabba.